0: Okay, so there's a popular TikTok video from uh, Cosmic Skeptic, who's a uh, a high-profile YouTube uh, atheist. Uh, Let's take a look at this argument that he gives in a speech.
1: The populace of Saudi Arabia is 95% Muslim and therefore 95% theistic, whereas the populace of Thailand is 95% Buddhist and therefore, at best, 5% theistic. How likely you are to be a theist, in other words, is intimately tied to the place in which you happen to be born. What can better explain this geographical spread? Theism or atheism? Well, let's consider our two competing hypotheses. Could it be that God does exist, but that the Thai are simply naturally 20 times more likely to be resistant to belief in God than, say, the Saudis? Are they just naturally 20 times more stubborn or something? This seems implausible. This doesn't seem to be their fault. Okay, so maybe then it's not their fault, and God just has some reason to hide his face disproportionately more from the Thai than from Saudis. Or indeed, from those born here in Massachusetts, which, according to one statistic, is 75% theistic. If theism is true, it seems to me that God has a lot to answer for here. Is it not troubling, as a Christian, that your place of birth is a reliable statistical indicator of how likely you are to be saved? I'll say that again. Your place of birth, which is entirely arbitrary, is a reliable indicator of how likely you are on Christianity to be saved. You're significantly more likely to be a theist if you're born in Rwanda than if you're born in Thailand. Can this situation really obtain under the supervision of a god who wants to come to know us and makes his existence equally accessible to all? The chances seem infinitely small now consider naturalism or atheism religion varying by region is exactly what we would expect if it is a man-made cultural phenomenon and nothing like what we should expect if there is in fact one true god who loves all equally again i think atheism provides a much stronger account of this fact of our world
0: okay so let me break down the argument that he gives um and the structure that he gives Uh, there's a lot that he worked into there which is going to take some unraveling Uh, but it's quite fun when you do unravel it so he says he basically this is the kind of claimed fact set the claimed fact set is basically this this area has a high belief in God because it has a theistic religion this other area let's say area X area Y has a low belief in God because it has he claims an atheistic religion and how do you explain this this, uh, this fact set and he says well you either have atheism or theism and implies that they have two completely different sets of possible explanations there and he says, well, if you believe in God, there's only two ways you can explain for the facts that you have geographical differences in belief in God according to religion. The one is that basically um, some people have like inherent lower receptivity to God, right? So it's the fault of the people, is nothing wrong with the people, and God's designed them that way. Uh, but that would be kind of mean. And the other is that um, God literally, they, people have equal receptivity, but God hides himself. But that also doesn't really, you know, how does that work? That doesn't go in line with an all-loving God. So those are the two explanations that he gives of theism. That's the only way, apparently, theism can explain for the fact that different places have different levels of belief in God because of different religions. And then he says, well, you know, we can't accept those. We have to, therefore, accept atheism. And atheism can perfectly explain this. Well, the naturalistic this. explanation. Naturalism, naturalism, atheism. He's yeah. honest enough to to equate those two. Um, atheism can explain it because religion under atheism is a man-made um, belief system. And therefore, he asserts, you would expect uh, cultural variation. Okay. So that's the kind of structure of, of the argument. Um, so is there anything that jumps out of you before we kind of break that down and or, or, you know, refute that? Is there anything that jumps out of you that you wanted to, to mention first? On you. So
2: in, in some cases, he's correct, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe we can talk about where he's right. So there is a geographical distribution in religion. Mm -hmm. So fine, there's way more Muslims in Saudi Arabia than there are in Thailand. Um, So there is that spread. And he's also right when he talks about Christianity and he talks about the injustice of it, because he says it's not fair that those who are born Christian or those who are Christian in a particular area get saved But then those who are not Christian because they live in Saudi Arabia and have no opportunity to become Christian Mm. will be condemned Mm. um, just because of where they lived and how they were brought up. And I agree with him; like that's not fair. If God were to punish people just because of the geographical area they were and so which religions they could or could not accept, but I think our perspective as as Muslims is not that we don't say that um, only people of a specific faith or belief system or only you know particular groups of people can go to to paradise or be saved yeah. it's not so arbitrary it depends upon our deeds it depends upon um our kind of searching for god and it it's it's a varying factors and god judges us all individually yeah. based on the opportunities that we have yeah mm. so god doesn't treat us unjustly in summary just because
0: of the geographical areas that we live in mm. that's a great point because the whole the whole motivation of that is uh you can only accept this if um god is a tyrant and god's not a tyrant so yeah so yeah. he
3: straw man god in a big way i think that's mm. a very good a first really good point. point to begin
0: so is there anything you want to come in or
3: um i think that the i just i just find it striking that he describes buddhists entirely as atheistic mm. when they have a belief in reincarnation they have a belief in i think you put it once very well you know that they're, they're at least they're worshipping the Buddha. Yeah, per practically. So obviously. so yeah. so, you know, they at least they have a, they pray to it, they seek providence from the Buddha, mm. they seek guidance from the Buddha in their lives. Mm. So call it what you will, whether it's not the monotheistic concept of God, they have a concept of a God, mm. right? So I think that's one premise is that God is a tyrant, which is false in yeah, our mm. understanding of God. Yeah. The second premise is that these people don't believe in in a deity. Yeah. That's completely false. You know, they don't believe in uh Yahweh or Allah, yeah, but they certainly have a deity, and they yeah. ascribe to their deity all of the same attributes, whether they call it God or not, yeah, uh, of what you know other people from other religions will believe in yeah so he's he's not comparing an atheistic religion as it were, to a theistic religion. He's yeah. comparing two different theistic religions. He's mischaracterizing them, so he's done. That's the second straw man, I think.
0: I, I mean, this is uh, that was a point from uh, the fourth caliph of the Ahmadiyya Muslim community, where he he pointed out he went through the biblical practice, the, the Buddhist practices, and pointed out how this operates exactly like uh, any other kind of traditional theistic religion. Um, and in fact, in Thailand, <coughs> they have there <Theravada> are <coughs> Buddhists who are some of the more classical Buddhists, and they have very clear references to God and gods in their um, scriptures. Yeah. But many Buddhists will claim that they don't believe in God. But they will ascribe to um, certain, uh, you know, the Buddha or whoever attributes that we would normally ascribe to God. Yeah. But be that as it may, that's kind of, that's, that's important on a, hist- on a uh, just on a factual level. But the argument would still work, like even if he was right, you know. Um, or it would still be, he could still be a valid argument even if he was right about the, the nature of Buddhists in Thailand. Uh, the, the issue I have with it is that it's, he gives completely false options. Right, he claims there's a cultural variation, in beliefs, which there is. So there's several issues. So the first major issue that I can see, apart from what you guys said, is that theism doesn't just have these two explanations. Yeah, it doesn't mm-hmm. just have the explanation that either people have lower or higher receptivity, or God hides Himself from certain people. There's a very clear explanation for this in the Quran, say, you know, all over the Quran, yeah. which is that god reveals himself through prophets to people all over the world this is like a major test it's like one of the articles of faith is to believe in all the prophets i know yeah. so we believe that all the all the religions in the world were founded by prophets of god true prophets of god mm. and they came with essentially the same message worship one god and shun the evil one and when we look in historical um when we look in the historical record even in buddhism buddha makes very very explicit clear mentions of one god in mm. fact he came, you know, at least partly to fight against all the the polytheism of, of the of the Hindus. Very very clear mentions of God in the oldest records of Buddhism that we have, which is not actually the scriptures, the um, the stupas, the uh, the um, monuments that we have. Yeah. So in in all major religions, you have good evidence for very similar beliefs, very monotheistic beliefs originally. But what what Islam says happens over time is that people people change their religions. You know, religions come for a certain time, for a certain place, and over time people corrupt it. They corrupt it according to their own desires um, and they change things. Maybe they don't want to be as accountable. So their the scribes and their, uh, their priests change the nature of the religion in the scripture. And over thousands of years, you get to a large uh, amount of diversity in, in religions today. That's a perfectly plausible explanation, at least, that theism provides. Yeah. And it's entirely concordant with the existence of God. Yeah. Because God has given us free will yeah yeah he gives the guidance but he also gives us the capacity to reject the guidance yeah. or to change the guidance according to our own will so this is a complete you know mischaracterization. except, except when
3: it comes to the quran which he promises he will safeguard of course i mean but that's the whole resp- point of quran is that yeah. is
0: that islam came as the as a final religion for all people for all times because the others have become like you know, interpolated and interpolated. changed um is there anything you want to say on that
3: um yes in so far as you know, this is always, always, always the habit, is that they seem to always address a Christian audience. Mm. Mm. I think they can al- it's because they can always get it, get away with it more easily. Yeah. Yeah. They can never address it with respect to Muslim beliefs. Yeah. Because Islam cuts them at the knees yeah. when it comes to these arguments. Yeah. Because then they would have to contend with the fact that Islam acknowledges the divine origin of all faiths. Yeah. For example, in this particular case. And so they have to kind of take Christianity and make that into the 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 um the the foil yeah against which they against which they make their argument uh, but they don't actually take on the greater foil yeah or the harder task which is the islamic view of religion which is much more sophisticated much more universal yeah and uh much more comprehensive
0: yeah i mean the whole you know there's a reason that the atheism grew so much in the west yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> you know yeah, that's the the birthplace of, it, of modern atheism yeah absolutely uh, I do have another issue as well with the with the kind of way that he's that he's given this argument, which is that he's hidden <coughs> a much bigger problem for atheism, which is that in reality the so-called cultural variation, the different religions across the world, poses a much greater threat to atheism's truth than to theism's truth, because as I've said, and as we, and as is commonly acknowledged, we have in every region of the world, every people of the world, very good evidence which exists even now for religions which have incredibly similar common features yeah and these come from peoples who have been completely unrelated to one another in time and space people who could not have communicated their ideas with each other thousands of years ago Mm. and they have almost identical ideas even in buddhism even in modern buddhism after thousands of years of changing uh you know it believes in karma it believes in uh reincarnation into another realm i mean this is almost this is basically just a physicalization of the idea of divine merit or displeasure Mm. you know changing your condition in the afterlife yeah which you find in the more abrahamic religions Mm. Um, and so many religions have these same features of transcendent you know supreme being you're accountable to that and that's and how you act affects how your condition in the next life how can an atheist explain that how can they explain this massive you know um, similarities across the entire world the atheist would have to say, oh, well, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the well, theist can say, well, the God has revealed these different religions. They all came from the same source. That's why they're the same. And their differences can be explained through human change. The atheist would have to say something like, um, uh, these beliefs were invented by completely separate people and they caught on because they were evolutionarily helpful, right? They, they have like some kind of survival advantage, um, which allows over thousands of years of them to persist. Uh, do, you have any, or do you have any thoughts on that? Or do you have any thoughts on
2: that? It's not really clear what the evolutionary advantage is that would allow them to survive more, mm. If, uh, particularly in an atheistic world, if there's no God to begin with, why mm. praying to God or evoking a God would help them to run away from a rabid beast or tiger or something. There's no, there's no evolutionary real benefit to it. From... In fact,
3: there's an evolutionary sacrifice. Yeah. So I you think give so. up your time, your wealth. Yeah your energy yeah. devoting into devotional practices yeah you know
2: and also evolution can't explain the similarity of belief for example the existence of an afterlife heaven and hell yeah. the existence of um angels yeah you know mm. all of these kind of quite specific things pilgrimage and the, the process pilgrimage, of pilgrimages divine revelation even yeah mm. and uh you know god communicating with with people yeah And you know, through all loads of you know prophets or all prophets, I guess God revealed these things. And it seems, from an atheistic perspective, I think like there's so many differences in religions and everything is so scattered, and there's so many different sects and beliefs. Hmm. But it's too superficial the way they look at it because I think you have to look at the original sources Hmm. and then actually see what did these prophets, what did these individuals actually teach, and you do find this real commonality.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's a perfect answer. I mean, I think. If you if you're like the the fourth caliph of our community said, you know, if you're you're bowing down to God, you know, while this you know animal or this typhoon comes and destroys you, it doesn't help you. <laughs> you know, especially you have this elaborate theology around it, which if God doesn't exist, it has no evolutionary benefit. So the the atheistic theory is all of these random people across the world came up with pretty much the you know a very similar idea set at least. Mm. This gave them such an advantage in their own <laughs> lives that it caught on in all of their tribes yeah. and their tribes had such an advantage that they outcompeted competed all the other tribes and were allowed to propagate this. I mean, mm. this, is, this is just fantasy. Has no validity on And the if it is though.
3: so evolutionarily beneficial, why are they <laughs> fighting against it? I mean, they should be like, keep it quiet, guys. This is going to benefit us evolutionarily. Yes, God. The afterlife. Good deeds. Very good. You know, that's what they should be like. Yeah, exactly. They shouldn't be railing against it. He's made an entire YouTube channel out of fighting against something which is of such immense evolutionarily, <laughs> evolutionary benefic- be- had benefit. to come
0: around the entire world. <laughs> like, no humans have survived without I it. I mean, why is
3: he trying to force human beings backwards?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, clearly, easy. it had a benefit, right? Yeah.
3: Even from an atheistic framework. Yeah, and, and the fact
2: a- that religions have survived this long as well—you're mm-hmm. talking about Saudi Arabia being 95% Muslim. Why are they 95% Muslim? It's because each generation teaches the next generation how to pray, how to fast, how to do all these practices. Mm. And if there was no benefit to them at all, you know, they'd have died out. If they weren't from a,
3: well, they'd have it's abandoned a- them. They'd have abandoned
2: them. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, but as the Quran says, Allah causes that to persist in the earth, which is of benefit. Yeah, you know, mm.
0: you know, and and that same argument could be used against the atheists as well, because they they'll, they often say, you know, um, you yeah, it's a slightly separate argument, but you you're just a product of your environment. Mm. It's like, well, you're a product of your environment as well. <laughs> 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 it yeah. just so happens
3: the people born in the West these days are agnostic atheists. Yeah, it's not like they're all like genetically superior in theology. <laughs> like it's mm. just
0: that's just their environment. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, doesn't does It's not a claim for or against their own beliefs.
3: And in fact, the the final point I think. You know, needs to be emphasized here is that the iri- origin of religions is starkly contrasted with the picture that he paints yeah he paints the picture of a society which a person is born and they adopt the faith of their grandfather and their father and their That's ancestors point. the origin of faiths is the exact opposite hmm. you know hmm. the prophet muhammad came along and said i reject the idolatry of my ancestors. He mm. reveals a scripture, a, reveal, a scripture is revealed through him, which says you and your ancestors and that which you worship is the, the fuel of hell, yeah. right? It's there, it, it ends in spiritual destruction, mm. okay? And social degeneration. Hmm. You know, Jesus comes along and he overturns the marketplace or he, he denounces the, uh, the 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 religious clergy at the time. Moses comes along and he says to the Egyptian pharaoh, you know, let the people of Israel go with me. You should worship the one God and give up the worship of pharaohs, right? Hmm. Okay. So all of them are... Buddha. Re- Buddha. Buddha came along and said, stop worshipping all these Hindu Hindu deities. There's only yeah. one God and, you know, the road to him is through me. You must follow me. Yeah. So all of them are, by necessity, they are revolutionary figures who make a clear break with their ancestry. Yeah. And, and they all
2: improve society, like markedly. They, mm. you know, the Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, got rid of all these barbaric practices, like, mm. yeah. you know, and abolished slavery and all of these kind of things. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that paints a picture as to... Female
3: infanticide.
2: Yeah. And I guess that paints a picture as to who God is as well. And, you know, as God is beneficent and sends these prophets in order to cause these revolutions that cause
0: such benefit to people.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And that is a very good point, which is that the 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 history of the world is the history of prophets. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The history of mankind is it's not the
3: history of philosophers. It's not the history of Hume and David Belinsky necessarily. I love David Belinsky, but God bless him. It's not the it's not the history of philosophers, is it? Yeah. It's the history of people who came and claimed to be from God and it is after them that we name our children and it is after them that we hope that they will follow in their moral footsteps and spiritual footsteps.
0: Yeah.